Hi guys, I'm Mia and I'm CJ and welcome back to another episode of Murder, Mayhem and Inappropriate Laughter. How are you CJ? I'm excellent. Good. In these quarantined days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't filmed like four episodes we've had. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> We've had no excuse, so we probably won't film any more either. <laughs> but, um, okay, so we have a very exciting uh, story today. Um, this one is pretty well known. We're going to be talking about John Wayne Gacy, the infamous serial killer. I bet a lot of people already know who he is, so this is going to be kind of less of like a story time of like one tale and more of just like a quick overview of his life in general i find it very weird to be like oh my god i have a favorite serial killer and i don't think he would be my favorite serial killer but i do find his story like really fascinating i mean i don't really know who he is i think i do is he the clown guy yeah he's the clown okay i mean i don't really know that much about him all right well we will let you guys know also i want to say i'm sorry if this timeline is kind of jumbled because a lot of things happen in his life and it's really hard to say everything in like sequential order but like hopefully it won't be too confusing also i have found that i think because he's like a clown or whatever well, he's not a clown but you know what i mean i think people have taken like a lot of liberties with his story like during research i found so many different like versions of the story mm. so sorry if something isn't accurate but I, I've heard a lot of different tales so hopefully this is the accurate version the um, only thing I really know about him is when I went to the museum of death and, and he had his, like pictures yeah his pictures and then he killed boys did he not he did kill boys oh, okay um yeah, fun fact about, like, his pictures or whatever, when he died, which we'll get to, um, his paintings of clowns were actually, like, auctioned off, and the person who won destroyed them, so... But aren't they in the Museum of Death? Well, those are, like, those are drawings, but he did uh, oil paintings of clowns, uh, and who... I don't know why someone would spend so much money just to, like, destroy them. I mean, like, I get it. Like, you're like, oh, fuck John Wayne. But it's also like, how much did you spend to just destroy these paintings? But, alright, let's get into it. Okay, so if you didn't know, John Wayne Gacy was known as the Killer Clown. And he actually has over 33 victims. Wow. That's still kind of a lot. Yeah. Kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um... And they were all men or, I mean, all, like, younger boys or, like, teenagers or, like, really young men. So, he was born on March 17th, 1942. So, it is oh, his so birthday month. Yeah, that was recent. Shout out to Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> so, he grew up in Chicago. And I feel like, like a lot of serial killers and demented people, he had pretty messed up parents. Oh, I thought you were going to say are from Chicago. <laughs> And I was going to be like, like H.H. Holmes, right? That was Chicago. <laughs> no, no. He had um, abusive parents. Well, mostly his dad. His mom was just kind of there. But um, his dad was an alcoholic and he was really abusive. Um, and he would beat them with something called a razor strap. Do you know what that is? 
I'm assuming it's like a belt with razors in it. <laughs> no, uh, that would be crazier though. But it's just that really, really thick leather thing that people used to use to sharpen their razors. Oh, have you ever seen yeah, someone yeah, yeah. doing that? So yeah. basically, just a belt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it would hurt more or less than a belt, but like that's that's what he used to use. <laughs> Um, so that kind of calls for him to have a messed up childhood. Although he does have a sister who turned out fine. So I guess we can't blame it all on his parents. His sister actually, um, participated in like this documentary where she basically told the whole story of his life. Pretty good documentary. I think it's called like the man and the monster or something like that. Um, is she like a fan? How does she feel about him? No, okay. no, because you know some like family members of like criminals or whatever, they'll still be like, oh, but like they're a good person, or they'll be like, it was all a lie, they didn't do it. Yeah, no, I didn't watch the entire documentary, but from the clips I saw, she was more so just stating like the facts. Um, but I think she felt really like bad for the families. Like one thing she was saying was she was like, I felt really bad when like this was all coming out. Because so much focus was on, like, oh, he's a clown, he's a serial killer, oh Mm -hmm. my god. Rather than, like, the individual victims and, like, their stories. So, I feel like she's pretty regretful, but... Anyway, so that happened, and then he also had, like, a heart condition that made it so I guess he couldn't really, like, run around and stuff. So, he didn't really get to play with other kids. So, that kind of caused him to be a little weird. And then he also realized he was gay at a really young age, and obviously it was the 40s, and his father was already a piece of shit. So, like, obviously that didn't work out great for him. True. Um, also, apparently, I didn't see, like, that many details about this, but he was apparently pretty weird even as a kid. Like, he stole a pair of his mom's silk underwear and, like, hid it in his closet and, like... I don't know. I feel like that's kind of weird. As that's like a child. Weird. Like he's yeah. like less than 10. See, I feel like people, when there's like a murder or something, like they always like try to go back and like look for like, oh, but this is why. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like maybe it's just like genetics. You just like, like yeah, that. he just could have been, you know, I think so too. When he grew up, he became a manager of a KFC um and see this is what i'm saying <laughs> chicken places we don't fuck with absolutely not popeyes can fuck off chick-fil-a can fuck off chick-fil-a yep <laughs> okay so that was in the 1960s um and he became his own like private contractor he would like paint people's houses and build things and do all that kind of stuff And he was actually, this surprised me a lot, he was very involved in, like, local politics, actually. That doesn't surprise me. Fucking weirdos are the only people who show up to, like, city council meetings of, like, tiny places. Like, I mean, I guess people would go to L.A. city council meetings, but, like, fucking podunk, Milwaukee or whatever. Oh, and I guess he lived in Chicago. Well, he, like, moved out of Chicago, but still in Illinois, Mm. but, like, not in the city. Who the hell is showing up to a city (laughs) council meeting in Illinois? Well, he was a part of something called the JC, which is apparently a very known thing. Do you know about this? The Jewish Community Center? No. Oh, wait, that's Uh, the (laughs) JCC. But apparently it's the Junior Chambers of Commerce, and apparently it's a very prestigious thing. I don't know, but they named him Man of the Year one year, and he even escorted Jimmy Carter, the president Jimmy Carter's wife, 
to like some sort of event in Chicago. So he was like very what's the word that people use like for serial killers that they're always like, Oh, they're so charismatic. Yeah, charismatic. Mm. I feel like he definitely had that going for him. Interesting. Um, so his first wife was named Marilyn Myers and they got married in nineteen sixty four. When he went to jail for the first time, this is what I mean when it's like, it's kind of the timeline's a little scattered. But oh, so he was a charismatic fucking politicking whatever KFC, <laughs> KFC man and then goes to jail. Yeah. So he got arrested for um, sodomy and oh. um, got sent to jail for 10 years. But we'll get to that later. You know what I've always wondered? What? About the whole sodomy thing. Uh-huh. It's like... Is it based, like, do they mean, like, in the realm of rape? Like, sodomy is worse, or, like, legit just any sodomy, they're, like, illegal. Because what if two people are just, like, in their house participating? (laughs) And the the SWAT team like... I'm assuming they mean rape. Oh, okay. Um, But when that happened, she divorced him. That's Uh, a good move. Yeah. And he never saw his son again. So the son isn't oh, really involved in any... Move. Like, she I don't knew what, what she was doing. Is. Good yeah. job, Marilyn. Yeah, so sticking like in non-sequential order, but in category order, his second wife um, was named Carol. And fun fact, she was actually like a good friend of his sister when they were in high school. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, they live in Illinois. Like. Yeah, but wouldn't that be so sad, like, if you find out your high school best friend married a murderer and the murderer is your own brother? <laughs> 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 she had two kids, and she was also newly divorced when they uh, got together. Um, and she's the one that lived with him in their Summerdale home, um, which is the house where he buried all the people right um but a little fun fact he mostly buried them after she also divorced him so that's something i've always wondered about him i was like how did he live in this house with kids and a wife and they did not notice these bodies like you would notice a smell would you not but i thought he like encased them in cement did i make that up well he put them like in the walls in like a crawl space so like there are some that were like there's like i think there was like two bodies that were buried in his garage and those he did cover with cement Mm -hmm. but the ones in the crawl space i don't i don't think he did everybody because he wouldn't be able to keep opening up the crawl space to put more bodies in there if it was covered up with cement but the cross base, I have a lot of questions about, honestly, that nobody wants to provide me with the answers with. Um, but I just don't see how that's possible to live in a house with dead bodies in the walls no. and just keep going on living. I don't get that part. Yeah. But um, they got divorced in <laughs> March of 1976. And uh, there were a lot of things wrong. I mean, he told her that he was, like, bisexual, and I don't think she was, like, that okay with that. And, like, she kept finding, like, gay pornography. But he was also just a little bit, like, abusive towards her, and they would just, like, have a lot of, like, fights. So I think that they got divorced. I mean, he had killed someone before they got divorced, but oh, I don't she- think he she divorced him directly because of that. Like, there were other things happening. But a little interesting tidbit is that one day, Carol and... Johnny boy went to his sister's house to have dinner together and this was after his like first 
murder, but, like, nobody knew this. He mm-hmm. only killed one person. And they were watching something on the news. She didn't really say what they were watching, but John said, I would have just shot the bastard. And she said, you don't mean that. And he said, you don't know me. Which, wow. really creepy in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, I mean, I do feel like it's a thing to say, like, that you would shoot somebody, but you don't really mean it. But, like, the yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It's also really creepy to think, like, he had already killed somebody. Like, how many times do people joke about, like, huh, I'm gonna... And, like, yeah. you don't know, like, what if they actually are a killer? <sighs> um, okay, so... How did he kill the first person? Did he actually I'm shoot them? I'm getting to. I'm oh. getting... No, he didn't. But I'm getting to. Okay. So, next category. The clown. So, basically, before he even started murdering people, he was a part of this group called the Jolly Joker, which is like a band of clowns. Um, and he would dress up and they would perform at like parties and he would even go to like hospitals with sick kids and like he would perform at like political events and stuff like political that. Political events? <laughs> you know, like community <laughs> events and stuff. Like, he was pretty well known. Um, and he would either go by mo- mostly Pogo the Clown, but sometimes he would also go by Patches the Clown. Um, and when sometimes when he would kill people, he would dress up as a clown. Well, that's just fucked up. Yeah. And, um, he did, like, two clown tricks. I guess you could say, with, like, the killing. So he had, like, a handcuff trick and a rope trick. He would, like, handcuff them, and, like, that's kind of how he would get them. Like, he was like, ooh, I'm a clown, let me show you a trick. Like, I can get you out of these handcuffs or whatever. But then once he handcuffed them, you basically had them handcuffed. You know what I mean? And then he also had a rope trick where he would be like, oh, I'm going to put this rope around your neck, and then I'm going to do a trick. But then he would just strangle them. Um, So, kind of... Apparently a good end to pretend to be a clown. It's a really easy way to get people into stupid situations. I guess. Um, and he once said, clowns get away with murder, which I don't know why that is a given. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he like stupid, clowns get away with murder. Is it because, like, their identity is kind of concealed? I don't know, but he said it in an interview with an FBI agent, so clearly he did not get away with murder. <laughs> But, I don't know, that was kind of his little excuse or whatever. I feel like clowning is such a weird thing to be passionate about. Like, I'm not even, like, particularly scared of clowns. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not scared of clowns at all. But, like, what a thing to be like, this is my fire in my life. (laughs) What am I saying? (laughs) He was really a creepy looking clown, too, in my opinion. Okay. So, his victim. So, as we know, there were 33 boys in total. That Um, is actually, like, really a lot. It's a lot. All of them are identified except for nine, I think. Um, And so, in 1968 was the time that he was first arrested. And he was given 10 years in prison for a sodomy of two teenage boys. But he actually was released in 18 months because he was just, like, such an ideal, perfect little prisoner. Um, Wow. Big mistake. (laughs) Yeah. huge and then like (laughs) about a year later he was actually like arrested or charged or whatever it's called for the same thing but he never actually went to jail because the boy that pressed the charges never showed up to his court date um so his first official kill was this boy named timothy mccoy 
1972, so literally the same year he got married to his second wife, she was away uh, visiting her sister in Arkansas, and he pulled up to a Greyhound station, and I don't know why, but Timothy got in the car. How many times have I said... We don't fuck with Greyhound. <laughs> One, don't fuck with chicken places, especially not KFC. KFC is my least favorite, as you know. And if you have to take the bus a great distance, go with Megabus. Not Never Greyhound. Greyhound, Greyhound Never stations Greyhound. are so creepy. Mm-hmm. They're the worst. So creepy. So I don't know. There's not a lot of details because there are so many victims that there aren't a lot of details of each case. So I don't know why he got in the car. I don't know if he was just like, oh, need a ride. And he was well, like, Well, it was nah. the 70s. Like, yeah. people would still do that kind of shit. Really, the time that the serial killers had the most fun. Yeah, he could have been a hippie, too. He would have been like, peace and love, man. Thanks for the ride. Yeah, so I think that they actually... I think that Timothy might have also been gay. I think, like I said, there are a few different accounts, so I don't know which one's true. But on one account, I heard that they actually just went home, had sex, and then in the morning they got into some sort of physical altercation and then he ended up stabbing him. So he was actually the only person that got stabbed. Everybody else was strangled. So I don't think when he took him, I don't think he planned on killing him. Maybe he did, but like, it seems like... He just like got to taste that blood. (laughs) He's like, I got to keep doing this. Maybe. So that was his first victim. And this is why I don't understand the whole buried in the house thing so most of his victims 27 of his victims were buried in his house that is a lot Uh, of fucking bodies i know the other few were buried in well buried were thrown in like this river near his house when he ran out of space in his house to bury bodies which means that timothy must have been buried in his house and that was in 1972 and like he killed for so many years after that like i don't understand how he could live with this one rotten body in his I don't understand. I don't understand. But anyway. I have a lot of questions about it. One, it's like, how could you be so lazy? Like, if you, <laughs> if you have the energy and the fucked up mind to kill somebody, also have the energy and the fucked up mind to take their body somewhere else. Don't just I like, think it's almost more fucked up, though, to want to be or surrounded by their bodies. Like, it's really common for serial killers to go back to the location where they killed somebody to like reminisce and relive the moment. So it's like kind of like there's no other time than doing that if you're just surrounded by the bodies at all times. Well, it's just weird. And also to like bury somebody under your garage or whatever it was. Where did he put it? In the garage. Yeah. yeah that means you have to like dig through cement. Yeah. There was in the documentary uh, one of his coworkers that like worked with him like in construction. Um, he made a comment, like, he was like, I went into his garage one day and I saw that he had put, like, fresh cement on it. And then he was like, whoa, did you, like, put fresh cement in your garage? And he was like, yeah, it was, there was, uh, there was a bunch of cracks I had to fix it. And the guy was like, yeah, there might have been, like, a crack, but no reason to, like, re-cement a garage. Like, yeah, a lot of work. That's really, yeah. Um, so, one of the um, only other victims that's really, like, talked about is a guy named John Bukovich who is the one that was buried in the garage and he actually worked with him so he like did contracting work for him and he John hadn't paid him for two weeks so that's why he went to his house to go like be like give me my money and John 
Butkovich, just clarify, since they're both named John, um, is the only one that his wife knew, like, not knew that he killed, but, like, knew of when he was being questioned later, because he, like, worked with them for a while, and, um, yeah, he literally just went to yell at him, and then he killed him, so. I don't think that was a sexual one. I think that was just a, now that I'm a murderer, let me get rid of all of my problems sort of situation. Um... So, in 1978, what does this say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, so now we're getting to kind of like the end of the end of his reign, you know, when he's actually getting arrested for realsies. So, in 1978, a boy named Robert, who was 15 years old, disappeared when the police were looking for him and they led it led them to Gacy because he was the last one who hired him for a job quote unquote which is a lot of like he would do that a lot and then have sex with them and kill them and whatnot so they found Gacy and they got a warrant to search his house and they did not find the bodies during this first search but they did notice the odd smell and they didn't like make so a it note did of it smell. yeah there was also some note about like a cracked drain or something so apparently like maybe if that drain wasn't cracked it wouldn't have smelled that bad so it was somehow coming through the pipes or something like that but they definitely didn't notice but they weren't like there's still some bodies in here let's dig up the walls um so during this first search they took like his id and stuff but they also took high school rings so i guess that was kind of like gacy's thing like um, the article kind of skimmed over that, but what I'm assuming from my knowledge of serial killers <laughs> is a lot of people like to take trophies uh-huh. and, like, take something from the victims to, like, have to remember. So I'm guessing Gacy used to take school rings, um, because a lot of- Wow, the- how many people were just wearing school rings? I mean, a lot of the people he had were, like, really young, like, either in high school or college, so I assume they were just wearing their class ring, I guess? I don't know. It wasn't, like, a million of them, but they took the ones that he had, um, and that, and they put him under 24-hour, uh, surveillance. They did DNA testing on the rings, and it led them to another missing boy, which was, that's when they were like, all right, clearly something's up with this dude. They go back, and that's when they found the cross base and the 27 bodies, and he admitted to killing 30 people. I don't know why he never admitted to a 33. Maybe he lost count. But he admitted to killing 30 people. So on um, March of 1980, he was sentenced to death row. But he stayed on death row for 14 years. And that is where he made all his oil paintings of clowns. How um, did he get oil paint and like canvases and stuff? I guess they let him. Weird. Yeah, um, and then on May 10th, 1994, he was put to death by lethal injection, and then I heard two accounts. One said that his last words were, it's better than death row, and the other one said his last words were, kiss my ass. So, <laughs> don't know which one's true, very different. What but was his last meal, do you know? I don't know. I'm not, I'm gonna bet chicken. Uh, I'm gonna bet it was fried chicken for sure. But, um, that is the story of John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown. Interesting. It always, like, ceases to amaze me how serial killers always have, like, multiple wives. Yeah. 
Like, not only do they get one person to marry them, they get multiple people to marry them. <laughs> like, and there are people that are totally normal and great. They're just living out here never married. Her family owned the Camp C. They got married and they had one son. Um, the How s- did that happen? I thought he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> he was gay, but uh, he was also horny. So I guess he made it work. Do you think it's... Harder to get married now than it was then. No, you just have to be somebody in the military now. <laughs> I think it's harder. Because back then, everybody was getting married. It was like the thing to do. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's still like a thing to do. I just feel like people now care about actually being in love. What a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to anybody out there, I would recommend... Buy a house instead of getting married. If, <laughs> if, I was like, where is this going? With a crawl space? Like, no, where? don't. Don't do that. Don't kill anybody. Don't um, bury their bodies in your home. Don't rape anybody. Yeah, I also Wash like... Wash your hands. I'm... <laughs> Just Stay all. inside. Eat I, your vegetables. I, I feel like that's another thing that makes me so mad about, like, closeted gay serial killers that like rape people i am sure they could have found people that were willing to have sex with them like there are other closeted people in the world there are gay clubs there are places you can go even just freaking hire a prostitute like why do you need to rape people like i'm sure there's another way see i feel like that kind of stuff it's just like they are bad people like there's nothing that explains it because it's like there's been a million gay people to have existed that didn't rape anybody and didn't kill anybody and i feel like even if john had been straight he probably still would have been a rapist and a serial killer just like there are other straight rapists and serial killers yeah so like i feel like when people are like oh it's because blah 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 i'm like it's not though bro they were just bad people also also this is so like just a little tidbit and i didn't really there were no details so i was like i shouldn't include this but since we're talking about him again anyway um his sister said that there was like a summer where he drove oh he basically ran away from home and like there was a big fight about it or whatever well he wasn't there so they couldn't really find about it. but like his whole family was like what happened and apparently he drove to las vegas and started working at like what's the word not a funeral home but like the place that like fixes bodies for funerals Oh, like a mortuary? Yeah. He started working at one. And then he came back like a year later and she was like, he was so different after he did that. And that's all they said. So I guess obviously they don't know what happened in Las Vegas, but I'm just like, I really hope he was not having sex with a bunch of dead bodies. (gasps) Oh, my head didn't even go to that. That's exactly where my head went to. Like, oh, I... that's disgusting yeah and that was when he was like a teenager so he definitely was pretty fucked up in the head like even before he ever killed anybody or anything so that's that's weird what i find weirder about that is the fact that he went to vegas not really that he worked in a mortuary because like that's like a thing some people want to be morticians like my my question is like why did he need to go to vegas yeah that's my question why couldn't he just do that at home yeah or somewhere Maybe closer. he didn't want to have sex with the dead bodies of people in his town. Because he's like, oh, that's my I'd rather just teacher. rape them and kill them while they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> 
But if you see a clown and they try to put a rope over your neck or handcuffs on your hands, don't do it. I don't care if you're at a magic show in front of other people. Don't do it. It's a jerk. Do you think um, murder cases are about to go down in rates because people are Yeah, people aren't outside. Or are they about to go up because everybody in quarantine is going to get sick of each other? <laughs> I bet they're going to go down because, like, I don't know what serial killers do. Has there been a serial killer recently? I'm just not thinking about that. Like, when was the last time we had a well, serial killer? The last, the, recently, like, this year, last year, they caught the Golden Gate killer, but he killed, like, decades ago, but they just caught him. And then there was a guy in Canada who, again, was um, going around, like, gay bars and stuff and killing people. Why are my people under such attack? I don't understand. Um... But there was a guy in Canada who killed, like, a bunch of gay people. I think he killed them recently, but also he was, like, caught recently. And he, like, buried um, the body in, like, a flower pot. Or in a... F- How? Like, a giant flower pot. Like, one for a tree. Did he chop it up? I still don't see how that's possible. That's a huge. I don't know, man. Weird. <laughs> so... What an end. Wait, on let's end on a slightly, note. slightly better note. Not much better. But who's your favorite serial killer? Um, I don't have one. But I would say one that, like, scares me the most. I guess that's the closest I could get to having a favorite. Well, yeah, let's clear. I don't mean favorite. I don't like serial killers. I just mean the one whose story interests you the most well yeah again i don't know if it's like he interests me the most but he just fucking terrifies me to my core is the night stalker Um, i don't know what's his name oh uh richard ramirez he was just he have you ever heard of him Mm -mm. richard ramirez i don't think so oh my god he also killed in la um when did he kill that's a scary picture yeah um, I guess in, like, the 80s. He doesn't even look human. Yeah. Like, what is that? Oh! <laughs> this one crime is actually in Monterey Park. <gasps> Monterey Park. And... I'm not gonna say why that's significant to us, but <laughs> please, come on! <laughs> I mean, I personally have never heard of Monterey Park, and I don't know where it is. But... <laughs> anyway, the word Monterey just scares me. Woo! <laughs> creepy um (laughs) he like this woman and her daughter were just like pulling into their driveway and he was like on the street and he ran in when their garage door was up and like fucking killed them (laughs) and it was just like i think he like tied them up and like raped them and then like murdered them and it was just like it's so scary to me the fact that it was just them pulling into their garage yeah, like, like, there was no... That is scary when serial killers have, like, no reason. I mean, I guess that's kind of what makes them serial killers. He would just, like, go on, like, crazy sprees where he'd kill, like, multiple people in a day. Just, like, going oh from my God. house to house. He would, like, pull people out of cars and just, like, kill them. Whoa. Damn. Why did I bring this up? <laughs> you know who I feel like has the scariest serial killer name? Hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer. Just the last name Dahmer. Like, that sounds so scary. Dahmer. I don't know if that scares me that much. Uh. But...
All right, we need to end this. It is so long. Um, and we stopped talking about Gacy so long ago. Mm-hmm. But um, that's the story. If you want to hear more, you should look up The Monster and I or The Man and the Monster. I'll, I'll write the actual thing in the description because <laughs> I, I, that's not it. Or go to the Museum of Death whenever it opens again, if it yeah. ever opens again, and look at his paintings and um, diary entries in there. And that's it. I hope you guys, you know, stay safe during these wild times. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.